Hey guys, I'm back. This is my review for, um, what is it called? Real Housewives of Potomac uh, Reunion, and this is part two. Now, I didn't watch part one. I really was, was hesitant. That's why I'm late with part two. Because once the season is over, I'm, I guess, I don't know, I'm getting to a point where I'm kind of checking out when it comes to some of these housewife shows. I feel like I just don't have the interest. <laughs> but I'm going to go ahead and talk about uh, part two here. <clears throat> and one of the things that we wanted to talk about, uh, and I might, I did hear a little bit about part one, and I'll say this. Uh, I think Jamal and, uh, and I think I know Jamal and, and Giselle Bryant, you know, their situation, their timeline has been brought up. And Wendy was questioning the timeline. Okay. You know, just, you know, Andy was asking, and it was shade behind it, of course. When exactly were y'all together? When did y'all break up? And for many of the viewers, we already know that they were together for a storyline. That's as simple as that. They were they were not together together as in they were dating. They were a couple. We know that Giselle needed a storyline. And it was easy to use Jabal as opposed to if she was dating somebody else, maybe they didn't want to be public. Because remember, you know, Giselle was engaged. Or had got in, was she engaged? Well, she was with, I forget the guy's name, was it Walter or whatever his name was, um, that Monique ended up inviting his ex-wife around to really uh to shame and embarrass Giselle to talk, you know, whatever. Cause this guy had a, you know, I think he got caught arrested in the park for indecent exposure or something like that. So at any rate, she's had has had a um relationship on the show that unfortunately resulted in getting dumped on the show because this guy was like, look, I don't want to be a part of this real out reality TV mess. So I, I don't even want to deal with, with any of this. So he dumped her because he was supposed to be her date to go to Candace's wedding. And she got dumped. So, you know, she was pretty upset. She was really, really upset. That's one of the few times we've seen Giselle come to tears because, you know, I think she was really, really into this guy. And, you know, it just kind of, the reality TV portion of it just didn't work. And that's something that all these ladies must think about. Well, not all of them. The ones that's not married, like Giselle, not being married, wanting to get married because she's mentioned that more than once she has been engaged on the show wanting to get married again but dealing with a guy on a reality tv show you know the guy has to be willing to want part of his life to be exposed and to be public so at any rate getting back to jamal getting back to jamal you know, Wendy was questioning the timeline. Really, they want people, They, you know, and everybody else was kind of looking like, okay, even Karen was like, look, we just want you to be, well, I just want you to be happy because I can't say that Wendy necessarily was looking for Giselle's happiness. Giselle hemmed and hawed, danced around the, the questions. It, it just amounted to really like a waste of time on this because we never got straight answers. And Giselle's just like, girl, look, we're not together anymore. And that's that. Um, okay, so another point of interest has been about um, what was the other thing that they talked about? Um, was that brought up in this episode, or was that something I saw in the preview? Candace and her oh, well, the whole okay, colorism situation. So we got the whole Candace and the colorism thing. Candace going back and forth with. 
pretty much almost everybody on there. You know, Candace and Ashley. Ashley was like, you called me a slave. And Candace played with the semantics of it all. She's like, I didn't actually call you a slave. But you put a post out there, Candace, saying that Michael was an overseer. When it was brought up during the regular season, Ashley brought it to your attention. Ashley said that you called Michael an overseer. What does that make me? And Candace would never come out and say it directly, but we understand what the implications are. So all over the internet, we have this big discussion about colorism on the show, like things that the lighter skinned ladies can get away with versus the darker hued girls. Candace is also at the forefront of that because people have been saying that, a lot of people have been saying that because Candace is dark skinned, she's not, you know, she is viewed and judged harshly because of her, you know, her comebacks, you know, people can't, can't get with her mouth. Her mouth is lethal. That's Candace's weapon. She's quick. Uh, it's nerve wracking. Yeah. I do think that Candace most often doesn't really own up to some of the things that she has done, but as far as the colorism issue of it all, I think it does exist on the show. I think that it's good to bring it up where, you know, we have to hold everybody to the same standard. Ashley has had a reckless mouth since day one that she's been on there. And we haven't held or they haven't held Ashley's feet to the fire quite the same way like Candace. Um, Karen has literally said on television that Giselle has an STD. Why is she being dragged for that? That's not the kind of thing that I think people should get away with but they do. So I, you know, there was a discussion about it and, you know, it does exist. And the back and forth between Candace and Ashley about the whole colorism issue, Candace was right. She said, of course you don't see it because you have the privilege of being lighter skin and all of that. Um, Ashley was still having a hard time with it. Look, I'm going to reference back to James Caldwell, Spillerboy TV on YouTube. The two young ladies that are having the most issues when it comes to the subject of colorism are the two young ladies that are married to white men. So why on earth would YouTube be raising the most hell when it comes to this topic? It is really baffling, in my opinion. Be with who you want to be with. I don't care. But I do believe that they do. They did. You know, it's I don't know if it's a situation of, you know, that the franchise can deal with it. You know, it's the, it's the audience reaction that plays a role in, and, and these ladies are just, I don't know how they're going to go about to combat it. I, I don't, but it is definitely there. And that's something that important. I'm glad it, the subject was brought up. How they're going to work on that and deliver it. I don't know. Um, Ascala comes on there briefly, and honestly, I don't even remember what Ascala said. I think Ascala's conversation was so, ah, child. And I like Ascala. I, I I like her. Uh, I would like to see more of her. I don't I don't even know. I think Ascala had a couple of questions, or oh, it was the whole issue about the social media post, Ascala versus Mia. Mia claiming that. I didn't write those. My social media manager did. Nobody believed that. The way the responses that Mia was given doesn't sound like someone who is unfamiliar with the situation would respond. It sounded like Mia's responding. She's going to blame it on the social media manager. Nobody believed that. 
Nobody. Mia, you got to own up to your, your crap as well. You can't just sit up there and get the Twitter fingers and then blame it on your social media manager. That is, that, that's not flying, as she, as she saw. I think there were some questions about Mia being the new person and Mia, you know, uh, uh, where she worked, used to work, all of that good stuff. Mia worked at a strip club. It was a high-end strip club. <laughs> and that's what everybody concluded. Like, Mia's, you know, and Andy was like, you know, basically, you worked in a strip club. Why just say, why, you know, oh, it was a high-end, you know, establishment. Yeah, but where you took your clothes off. And then she finally, you know, admitted, oh, well, yeah, well, I did take off my, my top sometimes, but I would always have on board shorts. Okay, but it's still what it is. It's a strip club. She would, see, Mia wants to, again, she wants to be so highbrow and so classy and so, you know, Miss Thing, and it's, it's not working. You know, she put 20 on 10. She kept calling this place the Steak and Lobster re, uh, Resort that she wore gowns at. Girl, that ain't what it was. And the type of gowns, you mean teddies? Mia, girl, come on now. Come on now. We're not gonna, we're not gonna keep going round and round about what you used to do. You did what you did, and there you have it. There's also discussion about her plastic surgery. And in terms of her uh, vaginal rejuvenation, why does she need that? Since she all, since all three of her children were born via C-section, I'm not even going down that road. She had it. She didn't call it the proper name. She corrected it. It is what it is. Then we got this whole thing again with Ashley and Candace yet again. And here's the thing about that. These two are never going to like each other, and for good reason. And I, and I mean, for as far as Candace is concerned, Ashley wrote a character assassination letter to help out Monique last season when they had that when Monique and Candace had the altercation. Ashley was not even there to see it; she went to the bathroom. But yet she felt the need to do that, and I felt like that was wrong, out of order. Now. They brought up, well, nobody else did it. Well, first of all, nobody else was, they were trying to get rid of Monique. So did you really think that Giselle was going to write something in favor to help out Monique or any, I could see Karen possibly, but she didn't do it. So I, I you know, I can understand how Candace just doesn't see it for Ashley simply because Ashley betrayed her trust and the so-called friendship, if you will. Um, so that's just never going to work. It, it's, it's just, they're going to always be at, at odds with each other. Giselle and, and uh, uh, Wendy again, and then we're talking about the whole kids and bringing up children and all of that. And Giselle was saying that Wendy, you know, made a face at Giselle's oldest daughter and Wendy denied it. And I, I don't know, like, girl, <laughs> when it comes to kids, they're supposed to be off limits. I don't even know why Giselle even brought that up. You know, I, I just, okay, girl. Giselle, it is what it is. Um, what else? Oh, the candle thing. We find out that actually Karen had been talking about expanding her home line of products three years ago. So this candle situation isn't new, but the way we saw it on the show, it appeared as though Karen came up with the idea after Wendy, the way we saw it on the show. And that's not the way it actually played out, but that's the way it appeared. So Karen was exonerated from the whole girl. You came with this idea and put it out there. Okay. 
And come to find out, Mia got a candle line. I didn't even know a thing about that. So, Mia, your marketing ain't good. Mm-mm. Uh, what else here? Um, we got that. Uh, I think next week the husbands are coming out. So that should be interesting. I know G's going to have a lot to say, and the ladies going to have a lot to say about him. So that should be interesting. But I think that was really, Andy threw a little shade out there about the kids looking, you know, Ashley's kids looking like Michael. <sighs> Robin interjects every time Giselle gets in the pickle. Here come Robin in the mix. Oh, Lord. And that's it. I, you know, this is why I don't really have a lot of energy for this show, because it's just... It's so draining, but I, I mean, it's not. I'm not. I'm not going to stop watching it, but it's just hard to review it in the reunion format because after a while, I was like, I don't even care about these things. I don't went through a whole season, and now we got to do a recap, and it's got to be done in four parts. But I'm going to come here and give you a little bit of my perspective on it. Um, I know some of you have been asking if I'm going to review the Housewives All Stars and all of that. I'm listening to some reviews. I don't have the network. I think it's Peacock. And I don't plan on purchasing that just for this show. So I doubt that I'll be doing any reviews on it. But in my entertainment news updates, I will give some feedback on, on what I've heard and things of that nature. I'm going to listen to some of my reviewers and read a few things online, you know, on the blogs. And then I'll tell you, you know, I'll include that in my entertainment news update. But as far as reviewing the show itself, child, I'm good. I'm good on that. Anyway, that's it. Talk to you guys later. Peace.